0: The Way Up North podcast is supported by Wooden Banana. Wooden Banana has delivered personalized wooden packaging for photographers since 2014 and has since connected with thousands of photographers from around the world. Their handmade wooden products range from CD and print boxes through to custom USBs, all individually engraved with your branding, giving your client delivery the love it deserves no matter where you are in the world. Wooden Banana has partnered with Way Up North for three events in a row, is offering a 10% discount on all their products using the purchasing code 110. So give them a look at woodenbanana.com or follow their store and Instagram via the hashtag WoodenBanana. Welcome to the Way Up North podcast. This podcast is hosted by Swedish wedding photographer Jenny Hamar, and her conversations are with artists who are presenting in Stockholm, Sweden this October at the third edition of Way Up North. Today's hour-long conversation is with New Zealand wedding photographer Danelle Bowen. Danelle's talents are quite vast, but the two that stand out the most are her remarkable artistry and practical business sense. That might sound a bit bland, but when you hear Danelle share her insight into these approaches, it leaves you thinking, Yeah, I should be doing that as well. This conversation ranged in topics, with a standout for me being Danelle's ideas of her ideal future and how her dreams of having a family coincide with being an entrepreneur alongside her amazing husband, Dirk. Jenny and Danelle's conversation was insightful in many ways, so whether you're an entrepreneur, an up-and-coming photographer, or simply someone looking for some ideas from someone with a lot of experience in the arts, settle in. Here's their chat from June 2016.
1: So I'm sitting here, I'm in Vaxholm, Sweden, and I'm pretty sure you are like on the exact other side of the world.
2: Yeah, you can't get much further Seriously? in New Zealand, Auckland, New Zealand, and it's winter here, well getting there, but um, that usually consists of a lot of rain.
1: Okay. So, yeah. So we are like, we're getting into summer season here, you're winter,
2: you're south, mm-hmm. you're north. This is yeah. cool. I'm like a winter girl so I'm like how many layers can I put on how many scarves can I wear at one time <laughs> I love it but unfortunately with this job like I'm I'm heading away to summer quite often so I'm missing out on my winter <laughs> Okay so you're happy but. that it's getting cold I mean you right now you're like snuggled up
1: in like a huge scarf and you look like you're Yeah yeah,
2: I just dope. need like a, I, I should have made a cup of tea. Yeah, or something there as well. Yeah, I'll probably if I have tea or coffee at night, I'm like wide awake forever. So,
1: so evening <laughs> yeah. by you, and it's early morning here in Vaxholm. Yes, yes. that's awesome. Great. Yeah. Um,
2: so, where are you right now? You're, are you in your house? I'm in my house. So um, we live in Auckland, which is kind of the main city in New Zealand. Um, it's probably the least pretty city of New Zealand as well. Everyone always imagines I, like, mm-hmm. live like I like the Lord of the Rings. But, <laughs> <Yeah>. unfortunately, <laughs> Auckland does not look like that. It's like <laughs> all but New it's, it's, not, it's not far to beautiful places. I mean, we've got some great, like, West Coast beaches and stuff that's 30 minutes drive from our house. Okay. But, um, yeah, no mountains in sight from
1: mm-hmm. my house. And is that it's, the dream? I mean, like, your ideal? Oh,
2: yeah. That's so, yeah, funny you mentioned that. We're just – my husband and I are just in the process of kind of, you know, weighing up what we want to do in the future and how we imagine our lives. Um, and um, luckily um, I'm in this job where, I guess, location doesn't define yeah. um, my work and um, – in this next season, I'm very happy and grateful that my husband's actually going to be coming on um, full time with me to um, help oh, and carry carry this business with me. And um, I'm not sure how it's going to work out. <laughs> He's been helping me the last season um, with the amount of travel I've been doing and um, and on wedding days, and it's been it's been incredible. I wasn't sure whether we could be that couple. That could work together <laughs> and, um, be married, <laughs> but so far so good. So
1: that, of <laughs> that means, so he, he like, uh, comes along on your travels and, and does he shoot as well or?
2: Yeah, yeah, he does actually. Um, he's actually got a really good eye. He's really naturally talented, um, but, yeah, he's in training mode. <laughs> okay, nice. <laughs> yeah, but he's doing an incredible job. And just, like, I've done – this is my – I'll be rolling into my sixth um, season or sixth year um, of doing photography, and I did five of those solo, hardly ever, with second shooters um, um, or assistants I did for a, for a season. Um, and then, yeah, I just got to the stage where I was just like – I don't want to be away from him for three nights a week so right. um he's he's actually a personal trainer and a crossfit coach so um he's kind of got he's got flexibility with his job so at the moment he's working like Mondays through Thursday afternoons and then that works out perfect at the moment but yeah because so, your your weddings are on the weekends and then
1: you play yeah, exactly. out yeah oh, wow. so so yeah. okay wait two things that struck me yes. first this is your sixth wedding season which makes me want to shoot myself because your work is so incredible mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to be like you must have been doing this for like 20 years and just <laughs> <laughs> But so, yeah. so I
2: was 7 I yeah. <laughs> was we 27 so
1: um and then i'm just curious if he's like in training mode with you do you yeah. like are you nice to him as like you're kind of like called second shooter or are you like
2: duck get over there <laughs> that could be a question for him um i think i'm pretty tough on him to be honest <laughs> let's just say I give him um constructive feedback <laughs> yeah what would you say no but um I think I, I'm, like, incredibly surprised at how quickly he's got to um, his level already, um, and I don't think it's from my teaching skills. Oh, no, I know. I mean, um, yeah, I think I'm pretty, like, no, stop doing that, you need to change it. Or, um, but I've been very hands-on with him as well, and um, but he's just naturally picked up light really quickly. Okay. Um and he's definitely got his own eye. Um he knows what I like, but then he also does other things that he enjoys to shoot. Well, um yeah, but otherwise, yeah, I think um I'm encouraging as well to him. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. So at the end of yeah, the day you're like an ask. <laughs> <laughs> you might get the more honest <laughs> answer. <laughs>
1: I'll ask him later. I'll just do like a little surprise no. interview. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> That's funny. So, what what would a normal like work week look like coming going forward now for you? That means you're kind of at home Monday through Thursday and then you fly out like tell me a, like where you're yeah, going.
2: Yeah, really. I mean, now it's actually at the end of our busy season down here in um New Zealand. Um, but if I wanted, I probably could still continue shooting here or through winter time as well. Mm -hmm. Um, but, um, we opt to go and travel, (laughs) um, and and work overseas a bit, but, um, and holiday as well. I I really would love a holiday right now. (laughs) So we leave, we leave in five weeks for, um, three and a half months of travel. So, um. That's for just, exciting. Uh,
1: for just holiday? No work?
2: <laughs> no work. I'm working quite a lot. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll slip in little holidays in between. Like before way up north, um, we're going to Norway, um, and we're just having a ticket to around there. And, yeah, I'm not there for work reasons, but That's the few true. months before that is – work but anyway back to routine of my week um generally I mean I work from home um yeah creative spaces in Auckland there's not many to be honest And um, there is a lot of freelance but rent is surprisingly very expensive here um okay. to rent for homes and it- <coughs> <coughs> Sorry. sorry. Okay. <laughs> There's that coffee tank I said that. Everyone uh, has it. <laughs> yeah,
1: and now I have one.
2: <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Back from the top. Okay, so rent here in Auckland particularly is very pricey. So um, at this stage we just rent a bigger place where I can have my own office. Okay. And creative spaces are, are getting more popular. But, um, yeah, it's quite another big expense yeah um for business and uh I bought a dog five years ago to keep me company mm-hmm. when I it at home by myself so um and that's a good, good situation such a cute furry little thing
1: that I got to meet okay. yeah
2: Edison is like my child he's like your baby. I actually like he always goes um either to my parents or like a Doggy daycare like overnight stay they don't like call it a kennel or anything because they have like lounges for them to like (laughs) sleep on at night rather than like being locked in a cage (laughs) but anyway they're like oh like if we pick eddie up he like clings on like a baby and i was like yeah (laughs) yeah
1: you're you're like we carry him in a baby bjorn so that (laughs) might be why
2: (laughs) try to get him asleep on my chest (laughs) No. uh no yeah some may say I'm animal crazy but no I love dogs oh
1: but he's so cute <laughs>
2: yeah anyway so he's my company during during the days that I'm editing my little foot woman
1: <laughs> but like, anyway are you super structured then what those days when you're editing do you are you like uh nine to five like yeah. sit in the office or mm-hmm.
2: I'm not a routine person um, at all, naturally, Um, whereas Dirk, my husband, is. So I'm looking forward to him bringing that to my business, Mm -hmm. (laughs) a little bit more structure because I'm a bit all over the place. But when, I mean, when work's got to get done, work's got to get done. So I'll just knuckle down and work away but i i mean i generally get up i don't sleep i'm not asleep i don't sleep in often um i'm usually out of bed 7 a.m and make my coffee mm-hmm. and then i'll always do emails first for the first hour and then it depends i mean when it's free you know when you're free lunch, you like have to book point. You book appointments during the week that you don't want to do on the weekends or can't because you're shooting. So nice. I feel like my days do get a bit disrupted by like a hair appointment or <laughs> a meet or a meeting. You know, it's it's a bit all over the show in that regards. But generally, um, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday is like my editing days. Um, or that's when I have to turn around a wedding. Like I can do it. I can do it in a day. But some days other things are come up or it just depends on the season of work for me. So So you do solely it, weddings? I only do weddings, you yeah. I don't really I don't um I mean like last week I did a campaign um for a bridal wear designer and I do that every now and then but I really don't have much other time to shoot um other commercial jobs or anything like that mm-hmm. at this stage. Um but that might change next year I'm not too I'm not too sure. I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, with having Duke, um on board a bit more, you know, ha- what, what frees up with my time and things like that because I probably um, procrastinate a little bit at times. So uh, it will be interesting to see how much more efficient I
1: become. <laughs> with the new team.
2: Yeah, but, I mean, I work hard, but <laughs> I think we all can get distracted easily, especially creative people. I just, Definitely. our minds wander. <laughs> Definitely. I can agree to that. Yeah. yeah. So,
1: so it sounds like you guys are a pretty tight team. You've lived together, yeah. travel together, work together. Yeah. How did you guys meet?
2: We met through our local church. We, we've known each other for oh, a long time, um, more acquaintances, um, and then our friends um, through church set us up on a double date with them, and I was oh, oh okay, like, okay I'll do it. <laughs> and then we actually got along really well. Well, you're hope now that we're married, um, obviously. <laughs> well. <laughs> yeah, you, um, but you were reluctant
1: and, and, at first. Or what was it? Sorry, were you reluctant at
2: first? Oh no, I don't think no. so. I just it was it was interesting, and it was for both of us. Like we both weren't really on each other's radar. I don't know why. Okay, um, and then it just like I don't know. They, our friends were like, "These two would be really well matched," and but, that we are. <laughs> and did you click
1: immediately, like on that first double date? Uh,
2: yes, I think we did. Yeah, yeah, totally. Because I went out on another date. And then another one, (laughs) Um, Dirk. Dirk's, I guess, not anymore, but he was quite shy back then. Like, he's definitely come out of his shell over the last few years, which has been awesome to see. Um, He's a really kind person. And, um, yeah, we just hit it off and, yeah. And how long ago is that that you met? (laughs) We met about, oh, well, from that date would have been, Oh, he's gonna kill me! I'm like the one that always gets confused on our anniversary, whether it's like the sixth or the eighth of June. Well, um, least you but know. it was yesterday. It was yesterday our <laughs> three anniversary. <laughs> but anyway, so um, I think it's about six years. Six
1: <laughs> years ago that you met, and three years ago yeah. that you got married. Yeah, exactly. Three years ago, yesterday. So, oh, yesterday! <laughs> Happy anniversary! Thank you. Where Where I- did you get
2: married? And we got married down um, about three hours, three to four hours south of Auckland in a place called um, Poronui, which is um, just outside of a town called Taupo, and it's it's really beautiful. It's a hunting and a fishing lodge, and it was it's kind of nestled away from um, anything really. There's no phone reception or anything. It's just a huge mountain range. Okay. Um, yeah, it's really beautiful, and to me. Like, because I was part of the wedding industry, I was, like, um, determined to find somewhere where I hadn't photographed to get married myself okay. <laughs> because I just didn't want it to, like, cross over. You know, like, I don't want someone else's memories with my memories. Right. I just want something fresh and, you know. And it was a winter wedding, so it was a perfect setting. Like, you know, big fires and we had mulled wine and toasted marshmallows of the fire and, yeah. Actually, um, colin I mean, not – well, Nordica photographed our wedding, but um, Jakob mm-hmm. came down and photographed it. So that's, that's awesome. kind of my connections
1: to these yeah. guys. That's – and be honest. Were you happy with the photo?
2: No, I'm just kidding. Oh, oh gosh. I was just oh, looking through them yesterday, and I was like, oh, no. I'm <laughs> we always make a point of, like, re-watching it our slideshow that we got given around our anniversary. So we haven't done that yet. So we might, maybe we'll do it tonight. But, of oh. course, we loved our photos oh. so much. It was such a great experience to be, you know, on the other side um, of the camera. But then also just, like, the whole wedding process. I think it really helped me um, know in my own business what things um, are good and I appreciated with the, what these guys did for us. You know, and I wanted to implement things into my business and go that that extra mile for brides. And I mean, I was a pretty relaxed bride, but I know there's so much on their minds um, at that time. And I think just being a really kind person through that season and someone that's not demanding and yeah, it's a
1: really great thing. Is that is was that the thing that you or was there anything else that you were like, Okay, I'm definitely not gonna do this because I see this all the time and it's
2: Do you mean like on the way like Yeah, as a bride. As a bride. I think it was more like I just want it to be such a reflection of us. Mm-hmm. rather than like these do's and don'ts and I mean we had a, a smaller wedding of like 55 to 60 people um and I think I just wanted it to feel like another family dinner like we both come from quite small families and Dirk only had his mum and brother there so uh, and everyone that was there were our nearest and dearest and I just wanted it to feel like a safe place and you know a really beautiful time and intimate time with the ones that we love so that was a big factor for me and also like just little things like allowing time and just space to breathe and relax and not ever feel rushed yeah yeah
1: that's uh I can identify with that you had written on your on your website that you love weddings and marriage is that right or is it just the marriage part I don't know obviously you love weddings (laughs)
2: Yeah, you're tired of so being a wedding photographer. <laughs> no, I um I love marriage. I just think it's such an amazing bond you can have with someone and that um you can be there to watch each other grow and become better people and I think that's the awesome thing is that when you're living so closely with someone in marriage you wanna become and help one another to you know, become better people and you both can like, um, what's the word, just kind of take on the qualities of them. Like my husband is such a patient and kind person to everyone and um, I think I'm a kind person as well but I probably lack on the patient side sometimes but mm-hmm. <laughs> just, you know, like over time I can, you know, you can see that, um, just being around Tim has made me become more patient with people and just more understanding and things like that. Nice. Yeah. So, and I do love weddings. What's,
1: I, I what What is it that you love about it? How do you think you got into just
2: weddings? I, um, I think it was like it's a, the inevitable. Like someone asked you to photograph a wedding. Yeah. I never thought I would, um, and then from there, I um, I did one. Um, for a older couple getting married for a, a second time and it was just their family and they, uh, they're so beautiful. This this couple, like she still like writes on my like Facebook page or Instagram. Like she's like so proud of me and how far I've come. And it's really, really sweet. But I mean, the reason why I love weddings is because I love people and I love connection. And I think for me, photographing weddings is just as much about that as it is the art side. Um, and I think that's something that I've tried to, I guess, incorporate in my business is um, the relationship with my couples and um, and then also valuing their relationships mm-hmm. and how, you know, with that and putting art with that, how you can create really compelling images. Which and so, yeah. They are. They're so Friggin'
1: amazing. I like blown away by your work. It's it's so, I mean, like someone just punches you in the gut, but in the good way.
2: <laughs> oh my God. How is that
1: possible? All right. Well, we'll, we'll get back to that, but I want to backtrack to, um, just how you got started into photography, because yeah. I, I also read something that your grandfather had like seen kind of a Creative spark in you, giving you a camera. Can you tell me more about that?
2: Yeah, absolutely. It's funny because I feel like <laughs> this is like the most cliche. Way that you know, my 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 grandfather gave me his old camera. Yeah, well, (laughs) well, unfortunately for me, that was the case.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's it's beautiful imagery, though. I mean, okay, let's focus on instead the fact that he sent you money for the the developing. That's actually
2: (laughs) yeah. Every birthday that we'll put a spin on it, right? (laughs) Slightly different. He actually never gave me his old camera. He used to. (laughs) He gave me a new one. (laughs) Yeah, that's good. And then he. Used to send me film for every birthday with like a ten dollar note and um, slush it into the canister for me to get it developed. And so it was really sweet. Um, and yeah, it's a shame he passed away before I actually like became a photographer or um, studied photography. But I definitely, you know, it's so special that he saw something within me for that. He would, like it was one birthday though. I remember he like gave me like this huge thick book. Sorry. I feel like that sentence was just like Kiwi accent through and through like thick book. Yeah. It was. Anyway. <laughs> and by the way, I'm
1: going to be trying to speak in your accent <laughs> when we hang up. I'll be like, it's, it's awesome. Anyway,
2: so it gave me a really thick book and, and it was like small cause I love animals as well. It's like this small surgery, like veterinary surgery for animals. And it was just like, this like university textbook. He gave me that, and then the camera, and that's when I decided, oh, I don't think I could be a vet. <laughs> I'm not that diligent with reading and studying, <laughs> so I took the photography route. Oh, and thank God yeah. you did. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> thank goodness. It
1: turned out pretty well. Yeah. So when you were small, he was living yeah. far away from you. Then, if he was sending you,
2: things. yeah. Oh, yeah. So, and um, my family were originally from Australia. But I do call myself a Kiwi, but then I travel an Australian passport still. So okay, <laughs> I guess it depends which way you know how things are going between the Kiwi and the Australian rivalry. <laughs> <laughs> who's who's on the winning side? When, yeah,
1: Yeah. <laughs> wh- so w- when were you born? You you said you're 27.
2: Yeah. So I was born in 1989. Okay. So I'm not a 90s kid. <laughs> you are an 80s kid in Australia. <laughs> Just no. Well, I guess I am a 90s kid, but baby 80s baby (laughs) baby and
1: what you were born into a family of like did you have siblings or I guess so I have
2: one sister so there's just the two of us um and I was born in a small town called Townsville which is like (laughs) northern Queensland and it's so like I don't even know it's just so Queensland that's what we would just say like what does that mean bogan. like do you know what bogan means no oh okay yeah west oh i mean i don't even know kiwis and australians have such like weird lingo <laughs> yeah but i love it. but
1: bogan <laughs> yeah, bogan like <laughs> um, like yeah. rural you mean like country yeah, bumpkin.
2: Okay. <laughs> yeah. just small town thinking right, right, right. Okay. but um <laughs> my parents were raised in brisbane and then they moved out to townsville and then we ended up moving down to sydney when i was a still a baby okay. so and then I was were there until I was seven and then we came across from my parents work uh, and yeah so I did most of my schooling in in New Zealand
1: okay oh cool yeah.
2: and then you decided
1: early on that you wanted to do photography
2: yeah I just um I always knew like I didn't like. Apart from that time when I was either the vet or the or the photographer, um, and then I mean, the school I went to was um, quite a creative school for um, yeah, compared to quite a lot of others in the area. And they always they started like photography the year like beneath most other schooling, so we could do it as a topic or as a subject would say. Um, for three years instead of just two years, so okay. yeah, I was always miss Spanish class and go to the dark room. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, so you actually did start in the dark room. You're not too young for yeah. I, no, I didn't do digital actually. Um, so we, I was just shooting on like 35 mil at that point, and then straight after high school, um, I took a year off and I just worked um, doing. Um, no what's it temp work so I was just with an agency and I just filled in and I just wanted to earn some money at that age just yeah. to like have a holiday or something spend yeah. it um but I mean I do I'm actually really thankful for that year in my life because um it taught me that I didn't want to be in an office job <laughs> I didn't like it I was just like so
1: boring That's not even
2: though I spend a lot of time in the office now but yeah. at least it's still something I enjoy and you know love so um yeah and then I studied I actually studied photography at a um uni and I just did like a diploma so that's only two years okay but there I was doing like uh medium format and large format work um which is fun I would still get flustered like I haven't even touched so much well, I can't even say I've touched film since I've really been doing weddings, but I'm always saying I'd like to do it again. But
1: <laughs> but now you work obviously digitally, but only a small format on your wedding. What,
2: what was that, sir? You,
1: you're you using like um, small format cameras when you're doing the weddings.
2: Yeah, yeah, like I don't even do any film at weddings. No. So, you know, yeah, so it's just... You know, standard
1: so what kind of like i mean i can imagine that your business has grown from photographing friends obviously that are asking you and then just local whatever yeah. to now traveling all over the world i mean what kind of clients do you have now what are like who are you who are you shooting
2: um it's interesting i have like quite two like really specific clients I feel um but they definitely people that value photography um (laughs) especially people uh either I shoot a lot of lawyers weddings for some reason like in New Zealand I just feel like everyone's a lawyer or a doctor like that I photograph if they're not that they're in the creative industry okay um as well so yeah
1: what um, about do you get to show all of the work that you photograph
2: um, like, do you, like, am I allowed to? Is yeah. it, what you mean? I, mean, there, I just, no, yeah, yeah.
1: Like a lot of people, once they get, you know, sort of big, yeah, yeah. um, uh-huh. it's like you can't show most of the work that you do or if it's, if you're,
2: oh, you're it's to... not, not that case for me. Yeah. I mean, there's a couple that I can't, but, yeah. um, generally, generally, um, um, especially down here, people are really laid back. Like I don't even think they read my contract when they sign it. Pretty sure they don't. Even the lawyers? <laughs> what was it? Sorry. Even know, the okay. lawyers? They don't read. Oh them. yeah. I don't. I don't know. I just don't feel like I had. I hardly ever have to like amend anything. Or uh, yeah, I mean the lawyers probably do read them, but <laughs> um, yeah, and um, they they relaxed. We'd say they're chilled. That's what we'd say. <laughs> That's uh, awesome
1: so have you ever done any celebrity work i mean weddings um no no No, not yet how does one get into that industry i mean do you have like
2: um i feel like if you're in the states like america that's probably that's where they live mostly i mean i've done like great celebrities in New Zealand <laughs> that sounds like really negative but you know what I mean like people know one in New Zealand I've done I've done a few yeah. but um, yeah it's pretty like being in New Zealand can be limiting to some degree because it's very far away um so yeah uh I mean internet and social media has changed changed that to a degree but still you know it's 30, 30 hours away from Europe and 20 hours away from the U.S. so That's insane. Yeah, it's a, long, it's a long way to travel. But, I mean, like I was saying, like, for us, the reason why we're going for three and a half months um, in July is because I have weddings over there and I don't want to come back in between. So we're just – hanging up in the northern hemisphere nice. <laughs> yeah so well, you're very yeah so I'm, just, I'm not quite sure how people like break into that celebrity wedding market yeah. I don't know if it's a very desirable thing or not I'm not sure yeah no so <laughs> it's like it yeah. who knows I think it could be quite a I mean you know like it's interesting with that it also reminds me of like work sometimes that people see it on your website or and um, think like oh I wish I photographed that wedding like people have no idea the experience you may have like gone through yeah <laughs> even though it might look beautiful or you know you've got these amazing moments like sometimes I can be one of the hardest days that you've had to photograph and definitely yes yeah, so mm-hmm. not You know, it's not always as it seems. (laughs) And maybe celebrity weddings fall in that category. I don't know. But Mm -hmm. I can imagine there are some very magical moments and (laughs) weddings out there as well.
1: (laughs) Well, you seem to like capture, I mean, looking at your website, it's like, it seems like you just nail it when it comes to um, getting that, like, first of all total connection with bride and groom between each other and then hit add the lighting add the you know the environment the location I mean it's like you have like everything just stars align I mean how does that even happen it's just usually like two out of three I don't know it's a funny thing because like at the moment I feel like oh it's
2: not the case sometimes like you just go through seasons where you feel differently about your own work and especially the longer you do it. That's why you have to, like, reinvent yourself and your work continually because you get really, like, complacent in what you're doing and you're like, so I just don't even like it. But you know your couples will. But anyway, I do put a lot of time into, like, scouting for a wedding Um Things like that. I do prioritize those things and I'm pretty fussy. Like I'm quite a fussy person, like a bit of a perfectionist. So like I'll always make sure the light is good where I'm going. I just won't get like – if a couple says to me, oh, we really, really want to shoot at this location, I'll be like, I'll only shoot there if I think that the light's good. Like, um, it could be a possibility, but I just don't ever want to get, you know, like, put in that box where I'm just like, this location sucks, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I know I can't make amazing photos. Um, and I, I'm pretty hands-on in terms of with my couples, like, in planning of their times and things like that to make sure that I'm getting it out at the time that I want to be shooting. New Zealand light is, like, really harsh. I always say if anyone wants to learn light, come and shoot some weddings in New Zealand and <laughs> you're like, there, there's no dreamy Californian light down here, I can tell you that.
1: Well, you can't <laughs> tell from your photos. I mean, they all look yeah. like they're just, like, bathing in sunset warm. <laughs> I, mean,
2: I mean, we do have good sunsets in summer here. Like, our light is strong and, like, orange and bright when when it does set um and but that's why like because i've put a lot of that out on my social media and instagram like that my couples are coming to me wanting that which is a good it's a good thing because i'm getting to share at that time but then i also make sure i'm putting other work in there because like quite often they get a cloudy day and they can't have that so right yeah so, so they
1: come just, to you wanting that which gives you more power to say like okay if you want this we need to
2: we need to do it this way we you can't have it. it yeah you can't so, have it if not giving it to me <laughs> so i'm <laughs> how here yeah, them like you're giving me 2 p.m you're not going to get golden light like you're not going to get nice light at 2 p.m unless
1: it's cloudy like right.
2: still it's,
1: yeah that's you have to make that's, them understand yeah. <laughs> and how much time would you say you spend scouting then, if
2: that's a big part of it? Like like this, I mean, generally I fly in on, like, if it's just like a New Zealand wedding, I fly in on Friday morning um, and then I'll, like, have the afternoon just to scout. But, like, Dirk and I, and even when Dirk wasn't doing that part with me, um, we love to, we're such, like, we're so, we love driving around nature. Like, for us, that's a hobby and that's what relaxes us. So, we really enjoy scouting and finding spots. And I mean, it can be frustrating when you can't find much, <laughs> but it is what it is, you know, you're not know, a magician.
1: So, do you have like a million shots of Dirk in beautiful locations? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yep. <laughs> so good like oh he's so patient with me like that but now he's like you go stand there and I'm like no (laughs) I don't want to do (laughs) that so now
1: we take turns that's awesome and then you scout Friday shoot Saturday travel home Sunday
2: yeah yeah usually home by Sunday night which can you know that's that's the exhausting part you know, trouble. (laughs) It's just like, all right, it's a day of rest that most people get. It's really hard through a summer and busy season and to take like a Monday off to when you've left your emails for three days, you know, like I've got to get onto my admin um, to actually like, that's my goal for this next year is to make sure like I have a day of rest to like recover um, and just like refuel because I think, it's really important for humans to, to relax and we would all be much nicer people if everyone did that. <laughs> yeah, I
1: think so. So Monday will be your day off. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Um, you mentioned that you and Dirk had met at church. Yes. Would you say, are you like a religious person? Or? Uh,
2: yeah. I would like, I, I would say I'm a Christian. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I've been brought up, a Christian. Like my whole life, my parents are actually pastors um, at a church and that's kind of how we ended up in New Zealand. So I've been like involved within our church community for a long time. I mean, it's been a bit tricky lately because I've been traveling so much and you know Sunday rolls around which is the day you go to church generally yeah. um I wish we had like in, a, in the states they have like Wednesday night church but we don't have that yet okay. anyway so um it's been a bit tough getting to church and stuff like that because we do love going and it's our community of um friends and I've grown up with these people so um yeah I've been you know friends of some of my cl- closest best friends since I've been ten, and you know, we've done like wow. s- seventeen years of life together. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, so it's really special. <laughs> and,
1: and what do you think? Obviously, you don't know anything different, but growing up with two parents who are pastors—yes. How do you think
2: that's how it has influenced your life? Um, I think a couple of things I will mention is like I think. I've been part of quite a, like, the church I've been part of has been quite a large church. So it's, like, a couple of thousand of people that go to the church. And it's been an amazing, um, like, people skill development for me, like, especially, like, being able to talk to um, people at at all different ages. Um, And I think that's really helped within my work. You know, like, you're always meeting new people every week and um, being able to you know, be comfortable around them and then feel at ease around you. And I think that's been like something that's probably added to what I do um, and it's really helped. Yeah. And also, I mean, I've had like a really blessed upbringing as well. Like I feel like I haven't really had too much struggles or, I mean, we all have struggles and we all have things to deal with in life, um, but I, I've i had a really great upbringing and a great childhood, and I feel, um, yeah, lucky that I've had that. And, yeah. Do you, been, do you think – what,
1: what do you think is, is hard about – would be difficult about growing up in that environment?
2: Um, I feel like for some people it would be that whole sheltered, you know, they haven't been exposed to other things or – Um, you know, like what else else is in the world or, you know, like other cultures or religions and things like that. But um, my parents weren't – they're really, like, open people and um, accepting of every type of person, you know. like
1: yeah.
2: yeah. And I feel like um, that could be something for – um, some Christians or you know, like if you're growing up in the church that you can't hang out with people that aren't you know, like I definitely have never had that in my life even. so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> even to even. <laughs> no. so um yeah, I think that could be something, but it's definitely something that I haven't had like i've i I went to I went to a state school and you know i've had I've got amazing connections with people different sorts all
1: different and sorts of that yeah so i have to add this is like a totally random personal question yeah. but it's the, it just popped up in my head when i think of like yeah. someone who's brought up that way do you believe yeah. in sex before marriage
2: it, do, what do you mean do i believe like, like
1: you is you think it, think, or, should should like should one have sex
2: before marriage okay <laughs> great question <laughs> I think it's it's someone else's decision. My husband and I waited till we were married, and that was our decision. Yeah. But a lot of it, you know, like there are friends that probably haven't, um, and that's their decision. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's I, um, I'm just, not judging. I'm like the least judgmental on things like that.
1: You seem super chill, and I did not think that you would be judgmental. But no, no, I'm like no, I'm curious. I'm I'm like amazed by that kind of. I don't know, discipline, I guess, is, or. Yeah,
2: you you have to be. You have to be disciplined. But then again, we were only dating like two and a half years. So, yeah, I mean, still, I know that's probably like eternity for some people.
1: (laughs) Well, I guess, yeah, people with those beliefs probably do get married much quicker.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, (laughs) exactly. I mean, like. I photographed many Christian weddings as well, and like I photographed a few like eighteen-year-olds. <laughs> okay, who leave the party at like eight a.m. or eight p.m.? Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: bye. Uh,
2: yeah. So
1: that's awesome. All right. Yeah. Well, I just to switch gears a little bit. I yeah. I I wrote down a couple words that were like basically from I think the first sentence of your about statement, which I think says a lot about people. And you mentioned. Um, you mentioned like a dinner with family and friends, produce, coffee, future <laughs> plans. Those are like yeah. the four things that I was like, okay, yeah. that's, those are all interesting. And, yeah. um, tell me about produce. <laughs> like produce, like
2: homegrown. Homegrown. growing. Home growing. <laughs> I think like
1: vegetarian when I hear produce, but that maybe that's. Uh,
2: No, no, that yeah. I mean, we would say that's just like um, more, just like local food. Okay, yeah. Are you like a foodie or? Oh, we're foodies through and through. Oh, you are. Oh my god, I'm such a foodie. (laughs) Like I try. Like when people are like, what's your hobby? I'm like, can I say like going out for brunch? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because that's, we love to do like we're such like coffee and food people. And like the New Zealand culture is very cafe orientated. Like when we meet up with friends, we don't meet in the park. We meet at a cafe like, okay. and we have coffee. Okay. That's what you do. <laughs> okay. So um, I've grown up like that. Um, my parents, like every Saturday morning was going out for coffee or together as a family. Okay. And we still do it when I have like I don't I don't have a wedding this weekend and I know my mum or my dad will text me tomorrow night and just be like coffee in the morning? Yes. <laughs> yeah, so So what's <laughs> the, anyway what's the perfect coffee? Oh well we have long blacks with cream. Okay. Like full cream. Yeah. <laughs> so not half and half or normal milk, like cream. Just That's- really great. That's what we do, but then there's like obviously you can, like in summertime, like a cold drip is great. What's that? It's just like um, it's like cold coffee, but it's being like it drips, so it's like a slow drip. So you do it like through a and filter? I like goes through like a filter, like a Chemex or a filter. Yeah. Through, I mean, anyone that's listening to this probably like, what is she on about? Like they've probably got far more technical knowledge, but. Yeah, <laughs> no cold it's just... brew. Whatever, it's just the brewed coffee. That's cold. Yeah, I, get it. I have to try that I <laughs> because I I get it. really like flustered in summertime, so I can't drink like hot coffee in summer. But I need a co- I need one coffee a day, <laughs> and so in summertime I'll have a cold brew. It'll be interesting to see. Uh,
1: have you been to Sweden before?
2: Yeah, we've um, we've been to Stockholm. Uh, two, it will be exactly like two years from when. We're there next. Okay.
1: So you know that coffee is huge here. Yeah. People drink a lot of coffee. I think per capita, most in the entire world, I believe, the Swedes.
2: Oh, yeah. I would think Kiwis will challenge you on that. <laughs> <laughs> we we need, need like, We'll yeah. see.
1: Let's yeah, have a we'll duel see. when yeah. we come over Yeah,
2: there. totally. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> and what about the foodie part? I mean, what's your, what's your perfect like meal? I mean, describe it. I
2: don't know. Vietnamese is like Absolutely. so up there for me. Vietnamese food, you nice, know? Yeah. Yeah. I love it. It's just so fresh. I like love Asian food. It's my number one, but I do love a good brunch, but if it can be like Asian inspired, which and- there are places, I've got a place just down the road that's like a brunch place, but they do it in, like, Vietnamese style. And what's a typical
1: brunch in New Zealand?
2: Uh, we have a thing, like, really cute. It's, like, like, like a big breakfast, which is, like, bacon, eggs, sausages, grilled tomatoes, mushrooms, baked beans. But I don't have that. Only boys have that. <laughs> <I know. laughs> They're really big. <laughs> um, oh, and then we've got, like, Eggs Benedict. Do you guys have that? Um
1: it's not big here. Yeah, we have it, but it's <laughs> Yeah. So it's got the Hollandaise
2: sauce over it. But it's really rich, so I, I don't really like that. It's a bit too like intense for me. But um I I always change, but savory. Savory foods. What is that? What mean, like. Savory. Like, no, I don't like I don't like sweet for breakfast. Oh okay, okay. Yeah, so I don't like yeah, pancakes. I mean I like pancakes, but I'd have pancakes for dessert right breakfast and yeah. do
1: you guys cook as well or do you just go out and eat all the time
2: um no we cook like it's still not really cheap to eat out here not like the states or anything like so cooking you usually cook during the week um but that's been like my i was just saying to Jack last night like, i'm like i have become a really bad cook but i actually really love cooking and like i'm naturally okay at it i, I don't struggle in the kitchen but like Lately, I've been terrible, but I think it's just like I don't have the mind space at the moment to like be creative. Yeah, and I'm, I'm not a baker because it's so like precise. Okay, but um, okay. I like cooking because you can just throw things in. Yeah, so yeah, but yeah, <laughs> generally like. We we all sorts. <laughs> are there I
1: I have in my head a vision that like Australia, New Zealand is still quite traditional when it comes to like I mean, men and women and compared to Sweden, which is more egalitarian oh, yeah. or whatever you say. Um, is it like is there any of that would you say in your marriage, like you're supposed to cook or not to, I mean, <laughs> do
2: you know what I'm saying? No, <laughs> no, I like, no, like, you know you Dirk and I are very much like we do it together, but I. But it, when it, when I say that, but I cook, but he always does the dishes. Like it's one or the other. So if you cook, the other does the dishes. Okay. So it's like even. Is that? <laughs> the I in that. everything. Um. Yeah, we do. We all just like when it comes to cleaning the house. I'm not cleaning the house. Like to be honest, I think Dirk probably cleans more than me. Yeah, I can. See that. He cleans more than me. Yeah, <laughs> but I will. Like, I'm always in charge of the bathroom, <laughs> and he vacuums. Like, I'm not allowed to vacuum. It's his job. <laughs> okay.
1: That's so. That's kind of typical. I mean, even here, I, I just feel yeah. like anything that involves, you know, like cords and machinery is like,
2: yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> more fun that way. Yeah.
2: So um, maybe I'm like, oh, I just want to get a cleaner. it's not it's not that hard but sometimes i'm like i can't even think about that if i just had a cleaner that would be great
1: (laughs) if you think about what you charge per hour and then take those hours you clean out of your time i bet
2: exactly outsource your weaknesses right (laughs) yeah exactly
1: (laughs) that's exactly right yeah Welcome back to the studio. Oh, that was the word from our sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> um, they can insert some cool commercial there about way up north. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I was just going to ask you about the editing because um, mm-hmm. you said you you could like turn a wedding around in about a week, but um, it seems like looking at your website and looking at your images, like it seems like you put a lot of love and care into. I mean, yeah. these are not like it, some JPEG it, straight out of
2: camera. You're presenting. No, editing's like a huge like. There's something that's really important to me. Um, is my editing and the consistency that comes with that, which is what I'll be talking about a little bit about the consistency. and at where North, but anyway, with the editing, yes, I do spend a lot of time. Okay. On it, and weddings just take me so long when I first started. But um, I can edit a wedding in about um, eight hours, or six hours, six hours probably. That's, that's yeah, but I mean, I don't don't ask me why I'm seven weeks behind no <laughs> there's a lot more that you know comes with business okay. especially when you're traveling yeah.
1: <laughs> so so i guess okay we won't go too far into that since you're going to be talking yeah. about that at way up
2: North. no no that's fine no we can talk a little bit about it but that is just one tiny topic of the overall consistency topic so um where do you think your style comes from um I I'm definitely I mean, I think it's like a real mixture between lighting and also then the post production. Like I edit the way I do because of the way that I shoot with light as well. Um and I mean I'm definitely inspired by paintings in terms of tone, tonal range. I don't like anything vivid and bright like You'll notice in my work that a lot of the green and blues are always, like, pulled down. Um, okay. Yeah, and I am – there's this artist called um, Graham Sidney who is a New Zealand painter, um, and look him up after after our chat, and, yeah, he paints New Zealand landscapes, and I get told often that my work looks similar to his, and, like, his is painting, but mine is a photograph, but we've just got a similar tonal range to work with. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah so and then also there's like the Dutch still life kind of side lit and mm-hmm. the way they painted those as well like definitely I feel influenced by those and that's what I visually enjoy like if you give me any preset and um, I'll manipulate it and they all end up looking pretty much the same yeah. <laughs> because I, I work to look a certain way I feel like y- I could definitely see what you're saying about the Dutch
1: um, still, like, super, like, rich, and then like, yeah. kind of those musty. No, that's not an English word. Yeah, no, I know
2: the colors you mean though. Like, they're really like burnt and like yeah. even colors, and yeah, I guess like to to a degree, like it's the landscape I get to shoot in as well that can reflect. But but even in like skin tones and things like that. So,
1: what do you do when you find yourself like you're in the Caribbean and it's just like you know <laughs> bright blues and you know like all the colors oh, are so I big.
2: know that's why I like avoid shooting at beaches <laughs> just <laughs> like beaches i uh, like we're not beach people we're like mountain give me a mountain over a beach any day i mean i st- i mean we go i go to like the cook islands or fiji or samoa every now and then and it's just like i find that really difficult to be honest because i'm just like it's not my style. (laughs) Like, um, but I mean, I'll shoot. It's like, I'll shoot when the sun's rich and warm (laughs) at the beach. (laughs) So it will override the blueness. (laughs) Um,
1: (laughs) But yeah. Have you Um, ever, have you ever said no to a wedding because of like where you were, you were free, but, and it could be for any reason have to be
2: the location, but where you were like, I don't, I will say yes. And we've got, um, New Zealand is full of incredible beaches. Like we've got an area called Coromandel, which is um, just like coastal beach the whole way. It's amazing, but I just don't often work there because I don't like it. Okay, <laughs> um, I struggle with beach. Like it's just like I don't visually enjoy it terribly much. So I'm not. It's not an enjoyable process for me, and I don't really like sand. And I just like it's usually hot. So I'm like. Yeah. I'm on Struggle Street if I'm on a beach wedding. <laughs> so, yeah. But hey, I'll still go to like the Seychelles if someone asks me. <laughs> Twist my arm. Yeah. I'll shoot amongst the stone, like the rocks. Or, yeah, I'll tend to go there. If I'm at a beach, I'll shoot against the rocks rather than the sea. Okay.
1: And <laughs> yeah. so your ideal place is mountains, is what I gather. Or,
2: well, yeah. To I mean, not just to shoot. I actually really love urban as well in terms of for weddings and things like that. I wish I wasn't living so far away from Europe because that is just, like, beautiful cities. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whereas Auckland City is really, really not that pretty. We just don't have – we're a young country, so we don't have, like, heritage building, right. um, buildings around. Yeah, so it's tricky to make – auckland city look good but i mean i've scattered it plenty enough times to find little nooks around the place you have your but, little secret hiding place yes yeah. yeah but dick and i do want to live in the mountains at some stage
1: so well, this is kind of like it sounds like a job interview question so <laughs> that, But where do you see yourself in 10 years
2: living in the mountains living in the mountains yeah in new zealand or and yeah in new zealand like we uh, my Jake's actually not from new zealand he's from south africa so um okay. he grew up in cape town which is a beautiful city if you haven't been it's like an incredibly beautiful city but um yeah we we feel very connected to new zealand and i know there's many millions of people over the world who are you know, kill to live here, um, as well, because it's it's incredibly beautiful, and it's we have a great way of life down here, and and it's home. So, yeah, we're just deciding where
1: home will be in New Zealand. So in ten years, you're in the mountains somewhere, in a
2: house, <laughs> in a house that we've built. Yeah, with kids, hopefully.
1: <laughs> with kids. Oh <laughs> my God, how's that going to work with travel schedule? No more, th- no more,
2: than,
1: more. than two. <laughs> you know all too well that (laughs) i'll let my sister
2: deal with the four children
1: oh my goodness (laughs) that's crazy i mean four kids i can't even imagine what what do you think how do you think that's going to change i mean you you your your work would change radically if you have two kids say
2: Uh, yeah i mean and that's what we just Really, we feel like we're just in this this year's been like a really uprooting year for us because we're just like, what are we doing? Where should we go? what should you know how do we want our life to pan out? And like I know these things that you just can't control and you just have to roll with it, but there's a level of planning and decisions that we need to make. Um, but I don't imagine being a stay-at-home mum for maybe for a couple of months. Like I always imagine working with children. I grew up with a mum that worked full time and I think I've turned out all right. (laughs) And I think, um, I love, um, what I do and it's not a job. It's more than it's, it's our life. And I mean, my job's not my life, but like it's a lifestyle that we've chosen to live and we love to travel. And that's the great thing with this job is that you can travel with it. Um, but yeah we have just decided that we really want to if we're travelling more or if we're not even um we want to come home to a haven and um we're just deciding at the moment where where that haven is so, <laughs> so but it will be in new zealand and highly possibly in the mountains <laughs>
1: So and by haven, do you, I, that I picture like a secluded cabin, but maybe that's not the case at all. You just
2: no, pretty much, <laughs> pretty much. Okay, <laughs> which is interesting because I've grown up. I'm a city city girl. I've grown up in town, so um, yeah, that's going to be really different if that's something that we do. But I don't want to be in isolation, but a small community um, within New Zealand seems quite appealing to us at the moment.
1: So it uh, sounds amazing. And, I mean, I'm sure with your eye it's going to be beautiful, whatever you do. Mm-hmm. But um, as, as, like, a mother of three, I, I yes. just i am curious about that, how, making that work, which I think you will, definitely. Yes. Do you think <laughs> you would, definitely. like, tra- bring the kids for your travels? Because that will probably always yeah. be a part of your uh, to
2: me yeah like we want to we want our kids to experience the things that we experience and ideally i want to be making enough money from this job where i can pay someone to come with us and help um yeah. because like if i'm at a wedding day like who's gonna look after the children like if they doing it with me as well so we'd probably ideally want like a au pair or nanny with us but I mean it's not in the like near near future I don't know yet yeah. mm-hmm. um but yeah it's one of those things that probably we'll have to figure out when we get there yeah. but it's definitely on my mind on how to do this with the family
1: I know that. because yeah
2: yeah yeah you know I know you have to sacrifice to a degree <laughs> with children like it's the biggest part of becoming selfless is when you have children (laughs) priorities change but I think there is a way of doing it I'm sure
1: there is I mean people do it and I think yeah but do you you feel like as a woman in in this industry that it's something that preoccupies your mind more than maybe
2: our like male (laughs) counterparts definitely it's very interesting I mean yeah it's just like something that's I've been thinking a lot about lately because <laughs> um, yeah you know you do see a lot of women who you know they, they're being wedding photographers or just photographers in general and then they have children and then their like business like plummets off to a degree mm-hmm. and I understand why that happens but I don't want that to happen with mine because I'm a, a quite a driven person and mm-hmm. um, but, yeah, oh, I don't know <laughs> um, I think there's there's so many
1: people struggling with what you're talking about now that i that's why I think it's interesting to bring up because um,
2: yeah, and I want to be one of those people where it does work, yeah. and where i don't where my business thrives and doesn't suffer when I go through the season of having children, and um I I understand that it changes completely, your life changes when you have children. Um, and there will be a season where all I can do is be a mum. But I think, well, I already juggle so many hats as a business owner, so why not just put another hat on top of the head <laughs> and try it that way? Uh, people with kids are probably shaking their head at me right now. Oh, <laughs> but what I am looking forward to is um Carmen and Ingo are speaking about how to do business with family. So I'm very much looking forward to their talk at North about that.
1: So uh, is that what you you mean in the future
2: then? Oh uh, uh, um no, like you know do you know Carmen and Ingo who oh. are the oh, speakers? Like the- yeah, they're doing a t their topics on I'm pretty sure business with families. Like how to run a right. business with family, right. and I'm looking, I'm looking forward to seeing, uh, to hearing what they they say about that and how they're approaching it because I know they take their daughter with them when they do weddings. So
1: yeah, I'm looking forward to that too. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I <bet> you are. <laughs> how the hell do they do it?
2: <laughs> no, yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, it good. sounds like you have like a really good. I mean, I don't know, exciting time ahead of you. Like in the yeah. prime of your career, future plans of like where you want to make your haven. Yeah. Um, your life <laughs> just seems so awesome right now. I mean, is that.
2: Do you know what? I feel like this is the hardest. Like, I feel like I'm in a really hard season to a degree because of the decisions we need to make and um, things like that. It's like I was saying, like, we feel quite uprooted and unsettled but we know that it's because you know like we we're planning and um we want to we want to do a good job and enjoy our life and we're just weighing up what that is and i think that's amazing that we can do that and that we're not restricted to a location for our life and we want our children to grow up in nature and things like that so Yeah, it's an exciting, it's an exciting time, but a daunting one at the same time.
1: (laughs) So there's a bit of worry right now in terms of like, what, what do we do? What do we, I mean.
2: Yeah, I'll be honest and say, definitely. Yeah, Yeah. I'm worried. I I naturally am worried, like, at times. Um, But yeah, I know,
1: I know it will work out. What, but, of, what, what makes you most worried, like making the wrong decision or what?
2: I think so. Just like, and it's funny, it's the thing that I always like tell myself or tell others is like, I, I guess I'm worried that things won't work out or like will fail. And like I think every human being is scared of failing um, and making wrong decisions. But like I always um, say like, um, actually my pastor has this book called – um. Oh, my gosh. What's it called? Um, But anyway, it talks about um, freedom and failure. Like, you know, like so much good things can come from when things don't work out the way you think. So I just – I need to learn to, like, just let go and just, like, roll with it. (laughs) And I'm sure it will work out. But, yeah, we're really excited too.
1: Would you say you're a bit of a control freak?
2: (laughs) Yes. Okay, (laughs) let me ask it. Would Dirk say you're a control freak? Control things (laughs) – um, but I'm a yeah, yes. yes <laughs> so yes, <laughs> so yes. But I'm learning to let go of things, and um, I yeah, it's that perfectionist side in me as well. And I think a lot of artists and creative people um are perfectionists, and I mean it's learning how to use that for the good and when to apply it within your business or within your life and we're not. Um, but I mean, like I use the perfectionist side of me with my editing and things. And I think that's what pays off. Right. But and the whole controlling thing is like learning to outsource what you're not actually good at or yeah. So that's so what I'm looking forward to with dirt coming more on board, you know, is that I have to let go of stuff and, I know it was going to do the world of good <laughs> as well. It's going to give you, yeah, free up time for you to focus on on your editing, on your prep work, on your – that kind of stuff. Yeah, and shooting other things. and Yeah, because I just haven't really had that much time to, like, create <laughs> for the sake of creating. Like, I shoot landscape stuff every now and then, or, like, if I'm traveling, I get my camera out. But generally, I haven't had the time – and I haven't prior I should I haven't prioritized the time to create mm-hmm. beyond beyond my work. And yeah, that's what you hear getting shot down your throat all the time. It's like, you need to create outside of wedding photography to become better and things like that. But um yeah. <laughs> what, what kind <laughs> of stuff like makes you better?
1: You mentioned earlier that you like Want to you know grow as as a and build your kind of imagery and stuff. What kind of things do you turn to to like to get better to improve?
2: Inspiration um, all sorts. I guess I I look like like for instance like Pinterest and things like that. Like I'm always I just look at like interior design and things outside of photography in general in nature is so inspiring to me new places like I feel like I always photograph my best in a new scene um yeah because you see it differently it's so hard we've got this one wedding venue here in New Zealand called Mudbrook and it's beautiful but I've found so many weddings there and I have to limit it to one a year now because I just like I think they refer me so I just get a huge amount of inquiries through it and like that's the hardest thing is to like reinvent something that you know that's you've been to a lot and see it through a new way. But yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's it's a difficult one. But um so I'm definitely inspired by new settings and things like that. But then also, um like I was saying earlier, like painting and yeah. things like that, and then also um um, there's a photographer called William Klein. Do you know him?
1: No. He's like a
2: doc- documentary <laughs> photographer. But I look to him for, like, compositional stuff uh-huh. and yeah. and things like that. I just love the way he, he layers his image. He always has, like, two – you know, like, something right in the foreground, and then he shoots through that to the subject that's in focus behind, more in, like, the mid-ground or background. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. He's, like, really – really inspiring to me in terms of photography.
1: So will you go through a shoot and say, like, okay, this time I'm going to try this. I'm going to shoot through something in the foreground or have that in the back of
2: your head? Um, yeah, it's, you know what, it's really funny. Like, I naturally do that throughout every part of the day except for the portrait time. Like, I find it much easier because there's other people around to, like, frame up like that and frame through. But then when you, like, put someone in, like, a field or a vast space – it's harder to like create that, yeah. <laughs> so I'm just like thinking. I've, I was just thinking today as well, like how can I think differently when it comes to portraits? Um, I mean, like at the end of the day, the connection things like my priority as well, and that I the connection and the light. But now for me, I'm at that stage where I really want to work on the composition mm-hmm. again and really push myself in that area. Mm. Cool. That's, um, yeah
1: well your work is stunning and i i mean i'm so looking forward to hearing yeah, about sense. more of the work stuff but uh at way yeah. up north but i mean yeah. getting to know you a little bit as a person has been so nice She's so lovely talking
2: to you yeah We've i feel
1: like shared. um yeah we sh- we need to get together
2: <laughs> are you coming of course <laughs> will be there yeah of Yay. All
1: will. right. Yeah. Yes. Let's we have coffee. Definitely. Oh my god, you're no, so no. you're so sweet and obviously people listening can't see you but you have like sparkling uh, b- brown eyes. It looks like dark like dark Green. hair, curly. Yeah. You look like <laughs> um you seem like you're a really great friend and yeah, just all yeah. around super sweet. Mm. Mm.
2: Thank you.
1: You're so kind. <laughs> I wish you all the best for your future planning, and I hope that you yeah. feel
2: like yeah.
1: you get some answers to your big yeah. questions.
2: <laughs> I feel like everyone's listening in on a little counseling session we've just had. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm like, I'm happy. Right. I, know. I know. Like It's great to it, just be honest and real. Like, that's, I mean, it's what life's about, right? Like, I never want to be in that place where I can't be real with people.
1: Yeah, but I think that's one of your strengths is that it it, it is kind of honest and open, even it shows through your work. And I Mm -hmm. I know that a lot of photographers are also, you know, creating beautiful images is one thing, but the whole support system behind it and the fears and challenges of like what goes in your head, on in your head is like so interesting so thank you for sharing all that stuff
2: oh, my pleasure and i'm really looking forward to meeting everyone at way at north oh, yeah it's gonna be here in no time
1: it's gonna go so quickly so have a great winter until then thank you <laughs> enjoy Always it as much as you can <laughs> and we'll see you in october okay all right thanks jenny okay bye,
0: bye. <laughs>